You are listening to the Learning Factory Summer Shorts. <laughs> Welcome to the Learning Factory Summer Shorts. It's the third one. We are just putting on our water wings and getting into our training shorts and going back hey. to our, our, our younger days. Uh, what are we doing? What are we doing this week? Uh, we're going to have a bit of a chat to you, Mister McMahon, about oh, how you how you got into the the delightful yet exhausting profession of teaching. I actually did a did did this I did this podcast this similar style podcast a few weeks ago with a friend. So uh, we can we can do the similarities between that and the the fact that I had to not swear on that podcast and now I can. So fuck that. Yeah, ask me a few questions there, and I'll give you a few lies. I mean answers. Right, so start us off, Dave. Um, what and what was your initial interest? What like why did you think actually I want to become a chalky? <laughs> it was fucking easier than everything else. I'll tell you that much. <laughs> uh, <laughs> there I was, third year of school, because obviously in Ireland they expect you to have an idea of what you want to do at about four. Um, so you're there. <laughs> You're there in grade eight, and they're like, what do you want to do for the rest of your life, kid? So they make you choose your subjects. And I was like, I could choose business studies or engineering design at the time. And I was like, business studies, there's too many numbers there. <laughs> and the book was like, the book was like four inches thick in grade eight. I was like, no, that's a no for me. What was the other choice? Technical graphics or agricultural science. And I didn't know one end of a cow from the other at that time. So that was a clean and easy sweep then straight into straight into the design stream two design subjects under my belt and then i found out i was pretty good at that oh, so look at you yeah. big tickets i know yeah <laughs> oh, and then i tried to be a primary all school right. teacher and they said no you're not smart enough for that there's a fair bit of truth in that yep um all right so you, you knew you wanted to be a teacher whilst you were still at school what did any of those teachers that you had sort of have an impact on you know what you thought okay this is the type of teacher I want to be, or this is the type of teacher I definitely don't want to be. Oh, yeah. A lot of these people are still working, so hopefully they're not podcast fans. Uh, there was one guy, is a German teacher. He was he was chilled out. He was pretty cool. We basically had like one-to-one tuition because there was only six people doing German. So we used to just sit around and chat in German, and it was like, oh, yeah, this is what, this is almost like constructivist, isn't it? We're not actually learning the grammar and vocab and all the stuff out of the book. We're just having a chat in German. I think we used to sit around watching, watching and reading about the Bundesliga. And he'd be like, yep. find, find out what happened in the match there. I was like, okay, cool. And then we had some pretty cool teachers, like one English teacher who uh, decided we'd do Romeo and Juliet in school. Yeah. Uh, this is an all-boys Catholic school. There's way too much sex, drugs, and rock and roll in Romeo and Juliet for us. But he made it kind of cool. And he was a bit nuts. He'd get up on the, he'd get up on the table and he started having a sword fight in the middle of a scene. And we're all like, yeah. well, well, we better figure out what's going on in this Shakespearean text to make sense of what this nutjob's <laughs> doing on the table. So I was like, okay, yeah, fair enough. And then uh, my engineering and tech graph teacher was a pretty cool guy, with two, uh, two of them actually. And they were pretty good. They, they were pretty chilled out and they were like, yeah, look, everyone's here just to make shit. So let's just make shit. Let's not get too stressed oh. about the details. And my brother-in-law is also a tech teacher. So there's the, the, there's the pathway there. Lots of interest. Right. And where did you, what, what, what uh, what was your tertiary education? That's a big word. That means third level, I'm sure. Um, it, it does mean third level, <laughs> correct? Uh, yeah, you to... are almost you are almost a teacher. Yeah, yeah, big words like marmalade and corrugated iron. Yeah, I went to University of Limerick in Limerick. Surprisingly, 
and studied secondary design education, which was a pretty cool course. Yeah. And as is the way of things, it was an absolute sausage factory. It was all in this one building, and there was about there was about seven women between the four or five hundred guys in the whole course. It did nothing for gender stereotypes. Full of old men in me coats. Experimented for those few years. No, no, there was none of that. No time for it. We we're busy men. Busy men. Yeah, like it was. It was. It was the worst sort of college education ever because we would take brief breaks from being chippies and and metal workers to go to these education lectures. And be like, this is bullshit. And then go back to our little cave and make shit. Mm. Yeah, so that was that was college. We pricked around and made shit and went on teaching practice and came back and went, Jesus, that was hard. And mm. then yeah, that was four years of, of learning to be a teacher, <laughs> training to training to be responsible adults. And they left us in charge of children at the age of I was 18. Often. Yeah, just for those listeners out there, Dave still looks like he's 18. I look I look like I'm 18 months because I don't have any hair on top of my head. <laughs> when he has a shave in November, it's expected <laughs> to be a six-year-old. Yeah. Otherwise, it'll be a bearded baby. And then your uh, your teaching since then? Well, um, yeah. The uh, the Irish government saw fit to uh, burn the whole country down just before I finished uni. So uh, we were all told to jump ship and evacuate. Um, I think. Christy Moore wrote a couple of songs about it and, and we all left on ships to go to various parts of the world. And I ended up in London and uh, <laughs> there we were. <laughs> I was in a lovely Catholic school in, um, in East London. And they were like, oh, you're Irish. You'll be perfect for this Catholic school. I was like, oh yeah, yeah. And they're like, you are a practicing Catholic. I was like, yeah, I'm not getting any better at it, but I've been practicing. Uh, and <laughs> I was there for four years. That was awesome. And then myself and my partner, uh, decided that yeah this is great and all but we're not making a penny because it's london and so we went to uh to the far east where the money was far good east. and the teaching was absolutely bananas and went and to the uh, admin was sensational weren't they dave yes we've had some had some good good times and some some bad times and some good admin yes. and some bad admin and yeah, it's been an adventure but that's international teaching you don't know really what you're going to get to oh that's right peaks and troughs Peaks and troughs, yes. And then had to learn MYP, which was an experience. Yep. The first six months where you go, what, what am I actually being asked to do here? You did a little bit of inquiry into that. Yeah. yeah. God, God help the kids I had in my first year. <laughs> and that's where I met your good self, actually. Just as I was in my complete, what the fuck is going on stage. When Dave decided four weeks into his MYP career that he'd run a job alike. Yes, because I was totally given the choice to uh, to run that PD session. That wasn't forced upon me at all. And then just leached off off our, our program office, really. Yeah, <laughs> completely and utterly photocopied your program, and then and then eventually you said, "Well, look, he he already knows the program inside out. We may as well offer him a job." <laughs> and it's been downhill ever since. Uh, and yeah, that was China, and now I have moved on to. Quite literally greener pastures in in Sri Lanka. And that is the story of little David. And that children, that children is the story of how I got here. So that's that's the origin story, if you will, if you want to go on and, an and right. So you're sitting, you you've just you've just walked out of the gym in your training shorts. Oh yeah. And you're going past the pool and the pool bar back to your room. Oh yeah. What's your drink? 
Well, is this a drink for for for, for which place? Now, am I in, am I in Sri Lanka, China, well, the UK, or Ireland? It's up. You you can you can choose. You can pick whatever you want. But... I think let's go with let's go with uh, let's go with China and let's have something cool and refreshing and a pair of teeth. Let's go with an Aperol spritz. Ooh. Kind of symbolizes all those Europeans out there will be like. I'm uh, pretty sure fucking Aperol Spritz has nothing to do with China. It doesn't. But in China, <laughs> bear with me, bear with me, children. There's going to be a there's going to be a, a tenuous link here. That was the first that was the first international gig. So as as is tradition with your first international gig, you think you are Charlie Big Potatoes and you you start drinking fancy drinks. You start going to brunches and shit. And then somebody says, Would you like this lovely amber liquid in a fancy wine glass with an orange? <laughs> Oh, orange, Mandarin, China, links. That would be the drink that would represent my time in China. Or Baijiu, which is the uh, filthy filthy turpentine <laughs> that they drink at formal uh, occasions. It makes paint stripper look like fucking still water. <laughs> San Pellegrino of, of paint stripper. Oh, Oh, yeah, so that's the origin story of uh, uh, that's that's my own that's my own solo Marvel movie there. Yes, till well. I, jo- til I joined the Avengers. <laughs> so that's the guy. Okay, so uh, join us next week to get the other side of the coin, and we will uh, see if Jesse can still fit into those training shorts after many years in the international circuit and brunches and champagne and apérol spritzes. Oh, and two weeks of fucking. <laughs> quarantine and sitting on my ass doing nothing yeah yeah because that would make a change from the usual so tune in uh, <laughs> next time and we'll, <laughs> we'll uh we'll see if we can get the uh, the origin story cue cinematic music uh, and don't forget to catch us on social tfl underscore tweets and the learning factory podcast on instagram and like share subscribe give us a review on the podcast that'd be super appreciated yep and they're on youtube as well now i believe david yes we're slowly but surely sticking them up on youtube if you want to look at a still image and listen to the podcast at the same time that's right or if you're one of these people who sign up for youtube premium you idiot don't sign up for that you listen that's to the right podcast through that uh right so catch you next time happy days you have been listening to the learning factory summer shorts Please return used towels to the beach hut and pour yourself another drink.